0: One of the main principles of so many spiritual paths and so many self-development paths is the principle of being conscious relative to your word. The reason why this is a principle across so many paths is because it is so true and because it is so important. Being conscious relative to your word, involves many commitments. Commitments such as being honest and speaking truth, having integrity regarding your words and actions, speaking in a way that aligns you with what you desire, using your words as a powerful tool for conscious and intentional creation, saying only what you mean, and being conscious that words can either be used as a negative weapon or as a tool of positivity, love and truth, etc. But today we're going to talk about just one of these commitments that go along with being conscious relative to your word. And that is, keeping your word. To keep your word means to act in alignment with what you say. It also means to stay consistent regarding what you say. People who keep their word, stick to and follow through on their word. They remember what they say. They honor what they say. They send a consistent message that is predictable and that can be relied upon. They keep their promises. They do what they say they are going to do. They treat their word like a powerful commitment. People who don't keep their word are inconsistent regarding what they say. They don't stick to or honor what they say. They conveniently forget what they said. They break their word. They break their promises. Their actions don't match their words. They don't follow through on their words with actions and they don't do what they say they're going to do. They do not take words seriously. They don't understand the power of their words nor do they treat their words as a commitment. They can take it back or change their word at any time. And they will usually either completely deny that they ever said what they did say or they always have an excuse as to why they didn't keep their word. Some examples of not keeping your word are the following. Saying that you're going to arrive at a certain time and then arriving late. Reassuring somebody that something bad won't happen and then it happens. This is false reassurance. Saying you're going to do something and then not following through and actually doing it. Overcommitting yourself so you don't make sure you have enough time to do what you've said you would do. Making a promise and breaking it. Saying one thing one minute and a completely different thing the next. Saying that you believe in something or value something when your actions demonstrate the opposite. Saying something and then forgetting or denying that you said it saying something you don't mean, especially if you expect a person to know you didn't mean it, and wavering regarding what you say instead of being solid and consistent regarding what you say, etc. It's a bit ironic, especially given how incredibly important keeping your word is when it comes to awakening, awareness and self-development. But in the spiritual field, people have a particularly difficult time keeping their word. There are two main reasons for this. The first is, many people turn to spirituality because they have a great deal of relational trauma. (laughs) The second is, because of other teachings that have permeated the spiritual field. Teachings like, the thing that matters more than anything is that you feel good. Essentially, this principle that you have to follow your emotional guidance system, which in general is a good principle, serves as an excuse for people to break their word. After all, they say, yeah, I know I said that, but right now it doesn't feel good anymore. And so I'm not going to do it. And that's in alignment. And if you actually say that I should still follow through on something that doesn't feel good to my emotional guidance system anymore, then you're the one controlling and you're the one that's not awakened. So, in the spiritual field, there's this tendency, especially recently, to break your word and then to act as if it's not a big deal if you do. Keeping your word and becoming a person who keeps their word is absolutely critical. It is critical to your relationships. It is critical to your relationship with yourself. It is critical to your personal success in life and well-being. And it's critical relative to your karma. Here's how. If you don't keep your word, what happens with your relationships is that eventually you have no close relationships. You will have demonstrated that you care more about your own personal whims and your own personal happiness than you do about anybody else's well-being, best interests or pain. You will have demonstrated that you don't hold yourself to any codes of conduct or standards of conduct. You will have demonstrated that you don't value relationships, certainly not over your own personal happiness regardless of the impact to your relationships, right? Right? And by doing so, you will also have demonstrated you don't value the people in your life. You will have demonstrated yourself to be a person who lacks integrity and honor. To understand more about this, you can watch my video titled Integrity, What is integrity and how to build integrity? You will have demonstrated that you cannot be relied upon and that you cannot be trusted. This is very serious. Because trust is the holy grail of successful relationships. To understand more about this, you can watch my video titled Trust, What is trust and how to build trust in relationships? You will be seen as an unsafe person. You will ruin the way that other people will see you. Most especially, you will lose their respect. And on the road to all this ultimate loss, you will experience a life of constant conflict. Second, remember how we said If you don't keep your word, you're going to be ruining your relationship with yourself. This is very important to understand that when you demonstrate this lack of character and this inconsistency, you are actually teaching yourself that you cannot rely upon yourself. Not keeping your word breeds distrust, not only externally, but also within the internal system. Not only this, but also it's only a matter of time before you start to internalize this reflection you keep getting from everyone in your life. Right? This reflection that you're not a good person. This reflection that you're constantly doing things wrong and messing up and are therefore a liability to others. You'll constantly be getting the reflection and internalizing it that you're not valued, that you're not wanted, (laughs) that you're worthy of rejection by others. Because you keep getting this reflection that you have no honor, you will feel this nagging sense of guilt no matter how much you may defend yourself and your actions. At a deep level, you know this behavior is not right and is not good. So your own core will be that of shame. Third, if you don't keep your word, you will be sabotaging your own well-being and your own success. In order to illustrate this, I'm going to give you an example. Alex always wanted to work at a specific design company on a specific design team. It was his absolute dream job. And surprisingly, he got the job. He was so excited. However, here's the thing. Alex had a nasty habit of breaking his word. The first time he didn't keep his word, he said that his design concepts would be turned in by a specific point in time. The thing is, is that he took that word back and he turned them in two weeks later. Now this obviously put the rest of the design team and the company itself in a bad position, because their corporate client had been told that they would have results by a specific date, and then that corporate client was let down by having to say, wait a minute, we're not ready yet. This made everybody in the company cautious of Alex. But as with most first transgressions, they thought, you know, we're gonna let this one slide because maybe it's just a one-time thing. Problem is, it wasn't. (laughs) The second time that Alex didn't keep his word, he had volunteered himself to attend a corporate event at a conference in Vegas. The day before he was about to get on the airplane, he informed the rest of the team that because he was going there, he couldn't have another project that he had signed up to do, ready until two weeks after He got back, so he had to move the deadline. Again, this put the company in a really lose-lose type position. Again, him not keeping his word, caused a negative consequence. At this point, Alex was in trouble. Because anytime his name came up after that point, as a potential contributor or a potential team member to a specific design project, the other colleagues that he had, would vote him out of the project. They didn't want to suffer at the hands of him being unreliable in terms of keeping his word anymore. Alex had already been identified because of his behavior as a problem within the company structure. This means he was under the scrutiny of his boss. The third time, like all other company employees, he committed to attending an annual benefit that the company attended and participated in every single year. As per usual, this boss had arranged that everybody in the company got on a shuttle at a specific time and all went together to the event. But lo and behold, everyone else is on the shuttle and where is Alex? Nowhere to be found, nor is he answering his cell phone. In fact, he didn't show up at all. The next day when he came to work, he admitted to being late, but he said, well, yeah, but it was like weird, cause like I got there late and then... It was like, I just thought like it would be weird if I took a taxi and just showed up by myself and like late, so I just didn't go. Long story short, Alex was fired on the spot. The reason that Alex was fired is because through his conduct breaking his word over and over, he was identified as a liability to the company instead of an asset, which is why they could afford to let him go. It's easy to see how Alex's personal success was sabotaged by him doing this. So is his personal well-being. Because he was fired, he was short on his mortgage. He had to move cities because there were no job opportunities where he lived. He developed a bad reputation so he couldn't use his boss at the most impressive job he'd ever had as a reference. He liked his next job so much less after that. And because he had to move cities, his girlfriend who was going to school at an Ivy League college broke up with him because she didn't want a long distance relationship. After all, he had promised her that he would stay in the city where she was going to college. And that was a promise he broke too. Okay, fourth, if you break your word, if you are a person who doesn't keep your word, you are in for a world of hurt karmically. Here's what I mean by karmically. You live in a universe that is managed by the law of cause and effect and the law of mirroring, which is also called the law of attraction. Besides thinking about this as a 360 degree mirror hologram and therefore it's pretty dangerous to be someone who breaks your word, right? I want you to think about this like, anything that you think, say and do is like dropping a stone in the middle of water. The ripples go outward. And anybody that's in the path of those ripples is impacted by that. So if you drop one of these negative or painful stones, those negative ripples impact everyone around you. In other words, not keeping your word is a cause that has devastating effects. As you can see with our previous example using Alex. Devastating effects as a result of the cause, which is him not keeping his word. If you are in that state of not keeping your word, you will be a match to people, places, things and circumstances that vibrate at that same frequency. Things like other people breaking their word with you, things like not being able to rely on anyone or anything and being let down constantly, things like loss of relationships, things like unsafety, things like drowning in conflict, things like inconsistency, things like bad reputation, things like words being used as a weapon against you, things like flipping, so somebody who was a friend is now an enemy, things like being pushed away and aloneness, things like deception, things like disapproval, rejection and disrespect, etc. I'm going to repeat this, it is a dangerous karmic game to not keep your word. And it does come at a cost. Not keeping your word has a heavy, heavy price, and I can guarantee you that is not a price you would be willing to pay if you actually saw that cost. Now hopefully the awareness of the cost on all these different levels of not keeping your word makes you not only more conscious of what you say, but careful about what you say. Now I don't want you to think that people who keep their word never ever under any circumstances break their word. The truth is more like, they rarely, rarely, rarely do. The reality is that when somebody who keeps their word is in a position to break their word, they are so aware of the seriousness and the implications of doing so. This means they actively talk and act in a way that suggests that they are aware of the seriousness of breaking their word and they actively take responsibility for any of the negative impacts that might happen as a result of them breaking their word. They take responsibility to remedy any of those consequences or negative effects that happen because of the cause of their own breaking of their word. So you can understand this, I'm going to give you an example of a different type of person. This is somebody who keeps their word. The person in this example is Bob. Bob is a person who keeps his word. Now, Bob has committed to being in charge of and overseeing a national volleyball competition. However, a week before he gets this news, his mother ends up in the hospital. So being the type of person who knows it's very serious to keep his word, he makes the decision that it's important for him to break his word in this circumstance and to be with his mother in the hospital. But this means he can't oversee the volleyball competition. Now, Bob isn't an idiot, he understands that there are so many people who will be negatively impacted by him dropping the ball on this one and not keeping the word on this one. He's aware that even though this is potentially a good enough excuse to break his word, that doesn't mean it's okay to break his word. So, he immediately takes responsibility for finding the next best solution. He takes responsibility for the fallout. As he's driving to the hospital, he comes up with solutions before he calls anyone to tell them that he has to break his word. When he calls the other people who are depending on him to give them the bad news, he apologizes profusely and he offers the solutions he came up with. He also tells them he will leave his phone on day and night and will make himself available to answer any questions they can't answer. So, long story short, Bob is totally aware of the seriousness of not keeping his word. So he rarely, rarely ever does it. And on the rare occasion that he does it, he conducts himself in a way that actually suggests to people that they can rely on him to not break his word, even when he's breaking it. Some important information to understand. If you are somebody who does not keep your word, then the most likely scenario is that you grew up in a situation where word was mistreated. And because it was mistreated, you normalized it. I know you know this concept of normalization and emulation because people talk about it all the time relative to abusive environments. If you grow up in an abusive home, then you become normalized to abuse and you model yourself quite often after that abusive way of being. And so people who were abused, often go on to abuse themselves. Not always. But it does happen often enough to identify a trend. If you struggle to keep your word, it usually means other people, especially those you modeled your own behavior after, didn't keep their word with you. You became normalized to people breaking their word. You may have forgotten or numbed yourself out to how much pain that gave you. When children get wounded by a behavior that they can't get adults to change, they decide they have to adapt to it. The way children often adapt to adults that don't keep their word is to let go of the idea that people will or should keep their word. This way they don't have to feel in pain as a result of needing something they're never going to get. They won't feel as let down and disappointed and afraid every time someone breaks their word. Essentially, if you expect people to break their word, you don't get as hurt when they do it. But because children in the scenario often decide words don't matter, they also decide their own words don't matter and they tend to adapt that very same way of being which is my words don't matter, it's whatever, I can say whatever, I'm just going to break my word, that's what's been modeled to me so I'm just going to model myself after that behavior. For this reason, it's very important if you're somebody who breaks your word and who has an issue with integrity relative to your word to reconnect to that original pain of having suffered at the hands of somebody who broke their word with you. You need to reconnect with it and remember it. Then, you need to consciously commit to modeling your behavior in a way that does not reflect the very people who hurt you. Try to be the opposite of them, instead of the same. On top of this, I do have to say that breaking your word can actually be a protest behavior on behalf of people that struggle with enmeshment. Some people who struggle with a feeling of a sense of self and a sense of personal freedom and a sense of autonomy, they feel trapped by commitment. Even commitments that they themselves make. This includes the commitment to keeping to your word. For people like this, breaking their word causes them to feel free and autonomous and like they can live according to their own whims and feel a sense of their identity and also empowered. To the contrary, keeping their word makes them feel tied down, controlled, like they're carrying the weight of other people's well-being on their shoulders, like they're being forced to live a life where they can't make changes and instead have to do things they don't want to do on principle, as well as begrudging and resentful. What people like this are actually looking for, is for people in their life to allow them to break their word. Because they call this loving. They feel like when other people allow them to break their word and don't hold them to their word, then they're actually acting the best interest of their personal freedom and their personal happiness and all of these types of things. People like this deep down, they don't actually want to commit to what they say, they don't want to keep their word, if keeping their word would lead to any pain, any additional pressure or any discomfort. And because that I don't wanna is underneath everything, they experience committing to what they say keeping their word, not as them with their free will making a commitment, but as something else forcing them to keep their word. By committing to being conscious with your word, including keeping your word, your relationships will not only improve, but deepen. You will also gain respect. You will develop a positive reputation for being someone who is strong and honorable. Someone who can be trusted and relied upon. You will feel better about yourself and trust yourself as your self-respect, self-worth and integrity rises. Your guilt and shame will dissipate. You will be much more intentional about your words and what you say and what you commit to and what impact they have. This will make you much more careful and deliberate about your communication. And this prevents misunderstanding and miscommunication. And so, you will become a much better communicator. It will also make you much more deliberate about what you commit to and say yes and no to. Keeping your word will bring you to personal success and it will ensure that the law of cause and effect and the law of mirroring will be kind to you instead of cruel. Just like there are costs for breaking your word, there are rewards for keeping your word. Rewards that are worth holding yourself to your word for. Words are powerful. They are a powerful element of manifestation. They hold within them the power of creation itself. You have that tool of creation in your hands anytime you use words. You can use the tool of your word for your own well-being, for the best interests of others and for what you want in your life. Or you can use them against yourself, against others and against what you want in your life. How you use the power of the word is entirely up to you. But words have a very powerful effect. The question is, are you causing the effect that you want to have with your word? Have a good week.